Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Melfest Monday. We need the Melody Festival here in Sweden and everybody loves it and everybody who doesn't love it, they love to hate it. It's a real show that, that makes people happy. I mean, you hear the Melody Festival and songs on the radio for almost a full year until the next one starts again. I only have uh, nice, pleasant memories from that experience. It was, it was super cool. It was bigger than I ever thought it would be. Melody Festival has naturally become such a huge thing here. You know, it's it's like it's totally dominating Sweden in so many ways. It's really the the, the most colorful music uh, festival happening. So uh, being a part of that now for the first time in my life is really special. So much stuff happened, and then to end it all with, with winning the whole show, that was 
really amazing and it was incredible so i'm i'm just i'm still shook you know i'm still shaken by the experience This is Melfest Monday. Here we are then, Melfest Monday, the very first episode, as we look ahead to this year's Melody Festival and Melfest 2022, the 62nd Melfest. I'm Rob and I'm joined by the man that joins me every Wednesday on the Eurotrip podcast, the man that will join me every week here on Melfest Monday, Mr. James Rowe. Hi, Rob. Hi, everyone. Isn't it great to be back just listening? To that little montage at the start of the episode, hearing some of our favourite songs, hearing from some of our favourite artists, chatting to us there as well. Oh, it just gets the juices flowing, doesn't it? Melfest season is back. It is so good to be here and we will be here every single Monday for the duration of Melfest. We'll be reacting to everything that we see on the Saturday. We'll be looking ahead to the following week's show and today is no different, of course. Later on, we will be building up to heat number one. But just look at some of these names in Mellow 2022 that we've got to look forward to. We've got John Lundvik is back, of course. Lilla Sister, one of my favourite acts from 2021. Lisa Ajax as well. She returns. Yeah, some other big names. Anna Bergendahl, she is back. Alvaro Estrella. Oh, we'll be chatting to him later in the series as well. Clara Hammerstrom. And for the eighth time, I think, Linda Bengtsing is back. There are those artists, aren't they, who just keep coming back. It's so good to see them return. And Anna Bergendahl, James, you mentioned there, despite her telling you on the podcast last year that she definitely wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, let's not mention that. Maybe we'll get her back on later in the series to chat all about that. But of course, some brand new artists as well. We'll be chatting to those later in the series as well and a couple of them on today's episode too. Special guests joining us every week as well to look ahead to the action and the return of the Malfest Monday Hall of Fame. So we've got all that and more still to come. Don't forget, you can get in touch with us on social media. We're at Eurotrip Podcast. This is indeed Melfest Monday. It is brilliant to be back, of course. We are here from now all the way through until the final in mid-March. And as this is the first episode, of course, we had to be joined by one man. He is a man that knows Melody Festival and more than anybody else. From Aftonblada, it is the brilliant Toby Eck. Toby, hello and welcome back to Melfest Monday. Thank you so much for having me uh, and and you're making me blush. I'm glad that this is not TV, but, but a podcast. <laughs> Toby, how is your life right now? Because we know there are still a lot of things up in the air about Mellow 2022. So you are presumably, though, as busy as you always are at this time of year. Yes, we are. We are basically making hypothetical plans for 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 the upcoming six weeks because we don't know for sure which which arenas we will be in and and whether we will be able to attend or not. But as far as we know, we will be let in for rehearsals Fridays and Saturdays. Now, Toby, even though we're still finding new bits out about Melfest 2022 and things are still being decided, uh, we're talking and it's about a week away until the first heat. People are listening. Less than a week to go. What are excitement levels like? What is the buzz around Stockholm? What's the buzz around Sweden? Presumably everyone is still looking forward to the show, despite a few things that we still need to find out. 
Absolutely, and and especially you uh, for me as a fan and a journalist, and and I I, I notice amongst my my friends who are fans, they are uh, they are sad that the tour is cancelled. But for three million viewers, TV viewers, they they don't give a f about it. They they, uh, they want to see the TV show, and they might have opinions on whether there is audience there or not and how much that affects the the broadcast but uh for 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 the majority of of swedes the tv show will go on and they will get what they love uh, i can be a little bit sad that there won't be any after parties and and i know fans uh, are 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 sad that they can't go and see it live in gothenburg or on kölsvik uh, but but to be honest at this time every year, the excitement level might be high amongst the fans, but the average Joe on the street will not be aware of Melody Festival and starting until perhaps next Saturday at eight o'clock when it starts. It might be that they won't realize it until 10 past eight. What has the lineup for this year's Mellow done for those levels of excitement? Of course, we saw in 2021, last year, so many returning artists. There are still returning artists this year, not quite as many. But what's the excitement levels like for that lineup, for the, the artists that we're going to see in the four heats over the next few weeks? I might make you disappointed here because I think that the lineup, it's it's a very average or just below average lineup. The returning artists are not the big stars. They are the, uh, the, the ones that might have had a few successful songs in the competition, but they have not grown to become as big of stars as Eric Sade, Danis Saucedo, and Charlotte Pirelli. There's only one of those names that exists this year. And for a good melody festival, and you would need four of those names, one for each heat. The name that stands out uh, is Anders Bagge, who, who competes in the third um, um, in, in the third semifinal. He is uh, no, very very well known and very loved in Sweden due to being one of the members in in the Idol jury, and he has uh, he. Uh, he has been in the Idol jury for more than 10 years, and he is the person that has made the most out of that and be, becoming a very, very public and very loved f- uh, person. Uh, he's also a music producer. He's worked with Celine Dion, uh, but this is basically his first time as a live audience artist. He did take part in Masked Singer last year, uh, and that was the first time he ever sang in, uh, on TV. Uh, I was doing some very quick calculations on the back of an envelope earlier on, so I've probably got this wrong. But I think we've got 14 returning artists and 14 new artists. Somebody's going to tell me I'm wrong. Toby, what do you think? I, I haven't done the counting, but, but you, you you might be right. Hang on, I can, I can do the counting for you. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, uh, it's actually 16 returning artists. Okay, oh, I'll take that. I was close enough. But yeah. anyway, the point was being that w- last year we saw artists, new artists like Clara Klingenstrom, for example, and she just became such a fan favourite and has become really, really popular in Sweden. It's great that we've got loads of new artists as well this year, potentially who are going to follow in Clara's footsteps. Absolutely, and hopefully they will do. But those artists are not the ones that draw 
uh, viewers to the TV screens. Those are the ones that make them uh, make them stay after they've heard the song. Uh, so you need the household names, the really, really big artists to actually get the super success that Melody Festival is. And then it doesn't matter as much whether they do well or not, because you might then uh, find a new artist like Clara Klingenstam. But among the names, the newcomers this year, I'm sure that there are quite a few that are hoping for the success that Clara Klingenstam had last year. And there might absolutely be a few of them that, or one of them that gets that, that complete success. Just a reminder, coming up later on in today's episode, we've got Robin Benson and also Cornelia Jacobs joining us as well. Very exciting when we talk heat number one. Toby, there's one thing that me and James, before we started recording today's episode, really wanted from you. And I don't know if you can deliver, but if you can please try. Can you talk us through the new voting system for Mellow 2022? <laughs> Listeners, you don't know this, but Toby's already got his head in his hands. Have you, can you give me half an hour? because the thing is um the reason why we were able to exclusively reveal these voting uh voting rules on aftermarket is because svt wanted us to do it because they knew that we could break it down and do it for and understandable for our readers um it took me i i spoke to the uh, the project manager or or the malifest all boss Annette uh, Annette we spoke for 28 minutes uh when she explained it to me and she, you know she knows the rules and i'm very interested but it took 28 minutes to break it down to understand it but i can do a short version i'm excited yeah. toby this is this is all anyone has tuned into today's episode <laughs> for and the thing is i just did this short version in swedish uh, because that's what we did a recording of it uh, for, for, for our tv slot but now i'm going to try to do it in english okay so everybody votes uh during uh, the seven performances and the the, the quick rerun after that a first finalist will be revealed. The finalist that has gotten the most overall votes all through phone and app. Okay, but nobody leaves the competition at this, at this time. The six remaining artists uh, will then uh, be taking part in the second round and everybody gets new votes in the app. Uh, five new votes per artist and you can of course still call in. Um, um, and 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 do phone the, the phone voting, and from this uh, now it's going to be divided into the age groups from the app, and together with the eighth the eighth group, which is televotes, and you will have a live result show in Melody Festival and in the semifinals. Uh, Eurovision style, where each age group and the phone votes will deli- deliver their. 12 points in the broadcast and the rest of the points will be uh, according to it will be shown in the graphics and from that that you will know the uh, the second finalist you will know the two acts that goes to the now named semi-final in sweden so i don't know are we calling the other one quarters or what are we doing now james I think is responsible for this. James, you had a chat with Karen Gunnison on the podcast and you and Karen between you decided that we were going with heats, I think. Is heats. that right? Thanks. Thanks. Perfect. <laughs> heats and then the semi-final and then the final. So that's how it's going to be in the uh, in the in the heats. And the se- the semi-final, they will do 
a, a live draw as they do in big TV competitions, or as Eurovision fans know from drawing which heat you are in, in, in Eurovision, which semi you get to be in there. So that will be on the Tuesday ahead of the semifinal. Uh, the, the eight artists that have qualified for the semi will be put into one pot. It doesn't matter whether you were third or fourth in your heat. Uh, and from that pot, four names will be drawn to semi one and four heats will be drawn to semi two, as SVT has chosen to call them. So in the broadcast, four songs will compete each, uh, uh, amongst each other. And then the other four songs will compete uh, amongst each other. And here uh, you have the app votes and it will all be decided through who gets the most points from the age groups and the phone votes. Two songs from each of the semi-groups or semi one and semi two as they call it will qualify for the final. You've done a very good job there, Toby. I don't think anybody could have done it any better. I'm not saying it was perfect, because it was very confusing to try and do, but you've done a, you've done a tremendous job. I think we understand, Rob. I think we understand. I think we understand. Uh, Toby, you can have a rest now, because I think you deserve it after all of that explanation. And we'll be back with Toby in just a little while here on episode one of Melfest Monday. That's right. This is Melfest Monday brought to you by both me and Rob from the Eurotrip. Of course, we'll be back with you again on Wednesday for our regular episodes of the Eurotrip, rounding up everything you need to know about the Eurovision Song Contest. But we've still got loads to come on this week's episode of Melfest Monday, including a chat with a couple of the artists taking part in this coming weekend's heat. But first, we're going to bring back an old favourite, the Melfest Monday Hall of Fame. That's right. Every week, me and James will go up against each other with your help to go through some of our favourite Malfest songs from down the years. Each week, we'll pick a category and then we will pick two songs, our own nominees, if you will, to, to be entered into the Malfest Monday Hall of Fame. And then we'll pop a poll on Twitter when we remember. You may remember from last year. Sometimes I was a little bit laxer with uh, with those some weeks than others. You can vote and then we will reveal the nominee and the entrant, the inductee, if you will, to the Malfest Monday Hall of Fame. It's not official. It's just our fun thing. There isn't an actual Malfest Monday Hall of Fame. It's not in like the end of James's garden in a shed or something. <laughs> yeah, and the acts don't get a trophy either like they do in the real Melfest Hall of Fame. You made that sound a lot more complex than it really ought to be as well. Uh, but I think people will get the gist. Uh, and this week, our very first category is going to be Best Swedish Language Song. Yeah, basically, just sorry, just to go back to what I said before. And yes, you are right, it was confusing. In simple terms, me and James will pick a song each. You tell us which one you like better. That's basically yeah, it. Yeah, that works. <laughs> but yeah, you're right, James. Best Swedish Language Song we are doing in today's Malfest Monday Hall of Fame, inspired, of course, by uh, Tios, who is in heat number one. He will be singing a Swedish language song. Big, big act on TikTok. So I'm sure the kids will all be uh, be voting for him come Saturday. The kids love TikTok, don't they, I think? Anyway, James, do you want to go first with your nominee for Best Swedish Language Song at the Malfest Monday Hall of Fame? Yeah, I can do, actually. I am going to take things back a whole 29 years. That's probably... How long you've been alive for, actually, Rob? 
I I am indeed 29 years old. Yeah, you're correct. Wow. So this is probably the first Melfest that you were alive for. So I'm sure you remember this one well. My, <laughs> my nominee for Best Swedish Language Song in Melody Festival is Eloise by Orvingen. I think you deserve the votes purely for your pronunciation of Arvingana. Excellent work. Yeah, it wasn't my best, I must admit. I'd probably do it again if I if I could. But you get the gist. You've just heard the song there. Uh, of course, it won Melfest in 1993. Oh, that sounds a long time ago when you put it like that. 1993 uh, in Ireland, of course, and went on to finish in seventh place at the Eurovision Song Contest with a whole 89 points. And they're a big fan favourite, aren't they? Uh, Arvingana, uh, come back to Melfest time and time again. We're in it last year as well. Uh, so hopefully I'm going to have a lot of you on my side uh, when we put the poll out on Twitter in a few days. But unfortunately, uh, Rob's got a, a nominee as well. So let's, <laughs> if we must, let's hear what his is. Yeah, I'm going to bring things a little bit, uh, a little bit closer to the present day. We're going to go to 2014 for my nominee, and it comes from Linus Svenning, who is one of my favourite Melfest artists, and I would like to see him return very, very soon, hopefully. So this is Linus Svenning from the first semi-final, actually, in 2014. He made it through to the final, and this is his song, written by, of course, Fredrik Schempe, big mellow songwriter. And it is in English called Brother, in Swedish, badly pronounced by me, Broder. Very good, yeah. We're both getting a little bit better with <laughs> with the Swedish pronunciations. Why did you choose this one? Tell us a bit more about it. It's just very anthemic. I really, really enjoy it. It's one of those songs that when you're walking along, it comes on your headphones. You just feel a little bit more powerful. And I'm hoping that everyone listening to this will will feel the same and will uh, will send their vote my way. Well, it's up to you listening at home. There will be a Twitter poll on our Twitter account, surprisingly enough, at Eurotrip Podcast. Go and give us a follow there. Keep up to date with us there. There'll be a poll on there at some point on Monday on the episode release day. Go and pick your favourite. And on next week's episode, we'll tell you which of those songs is going to be entered into the Melfest Monday Hall of Fame. You're listening to Melfest Monday, a podcast from the Eurotrip. Trip. 
Thank you very much for joining us for the first episode of Melfest Monday 2022. Just a reminder as well, we will be here every week looking ahead to the following week's show and looking back on the weekend's action. And don't forget, of course, you can find us on social media. It's where you'll find that poll for the Hall of Fame vote as well. We are at Eurotrip Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. But shall we get into chatting to some of the artists taking part in Saturday's first heat? We have got some big names in there. Of course, we've got Malu Pritz, who's returning. We've got some newbies as well. I already mentioned him there. Tios, of course, who's singing his Swedish language song. Huge Swedish star on TikTok. Shirley Clamp as well. Melfest royalty. We'll be chatting about all of these names with Toby Eck in just a little while. But arguably, the biggest name in the heat is closing the show on Saturday. It is Robin Bengtsson. He is back for the fourth time in Melody Festivalen. Of course, he won the right to represent Sweden in 2017. He went to Kiev. He finished fifth with his song, I Can't Go On. He came back again in 2020. And then and then he is back once more in 2022 with his song, Innocent Love. I have heard great things about this song. I think it's going to be one of those that could be contending for the Malfest crown this year. But I guess we'll have to wait and see. We'll see it on stage for the first time on Saturday. But I started my chat with Robin simply by asking him how different he feels he is now from the Robin that first took part in Mellow in 2016. In some ways, uh, it's a big difference, I I would say. And in some ways, uh, not at all. But music-wise, it's a whole different thing. And of course, I've grown a lot as an artist in this past, uh, what is it, six, seven years? Six Six years? Six years, yeah. Six years, yeah. So, uh, and I was 26 and I had my big break through through Mellow with that song. So uh, a lot has changed, but I, I still somehow feel like I'm the same. Of course, six years since your first Mellow, five years since you went to the Eurovision Song Contest. How yeah. how fondly do you look back on, on Kiev still? Do you do you look back on it fondly? Of course, you finished top five. Yeah, I I only have uh, nice, pleasant memories from that experience. It was it was super cool. It was bigger than I ever thought it would be. Uh, uh, I mean, the whole circus around Eurovision. Um, I was blown away by like the amount of um, journalists and uh, fan the fan base, and I didn't know it was a, such a big deal uh, before. So uh, that kind of blew me away, as I said, and. Um, well, I got to spend 16 days down there uh, in that environment with the uh, Eurovision from from early morning to to late night. So it was uh, it was super cool. What is so nice? And I was looking on your Instagram before this interview. Of course, we are now, as we said, five years on from that competition. And when you announced that you were going to be in Mellow this year, you got congratulatory messages from uh, Joust, from Norway, from Imri, from Israel as well. So. You know, are you guys still in touch, or do you still kind of keep an eye on each other's social media? Yeah, I, um, the the people that I've met during like the the we, we did like a small tour in and, and some shows around Europe before Eurovision. I, I I I got to meet some new friends there, and we still get in touch and talk every now and then. I mean, it's uh, it was more like like the year after or two years after, and not as often anymore, but. It's always nice to 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 see it just what they've been up to and and how they're doing. Now, when was the decision made 
I don't know whether it was yourself, whether it was your management, whether it was the label, that, that this is something you wanted to do this year. Of course, this will be your fourth time in Melfest. I just came across this song and, and, uh, and they didn't have an artist for it. And I, I could hear it straight away that I, this is some, something that would suit me really well. I just asked to, uh, if I could record it and, uh, and then we sent it in. So it was uh, it's me and the label who just, just I, I, di- I didn't even know if Melfest wanted me back so soon. Um, but uh, but uh, they also li- uh, liked the song really much. So, so uh, yeah, that's how it happened. So the song you're talking about, of course, your Melfest century this year, it's called Innocent Love. Some of the writers yeah. on it as well. You've got uh, Victor Crone on there, as Eurovision fans and Melfest fans will know. Uh, David Lindgren's on mm-hmm. there as well. So tell us a little bit more about the song. What can people expect when we finally do get to hear it? Well, it's up-tempo. It's uh, 170 uh, bits per minute. And um, it's I usually describe it as an arena pop rock. Compared to my other three entries, this one like just goes off in the first two seconds and then it just never slows down. And just finally, Robin, what would you say to, to anybody who's listening who might be in Sweden, who might be able to vote for you in that first show? What would you like to say to them? Uh, well... Um... If you are able to get tickets, you you should come and see it live if they have a live audience. Because uh, Melfest, if you haven't been there before, it's uh, it's a super nice experience. And um, if not, just uh, sit back in the sofa and watch the show and uh, vote for my song, of course. <laughs> Thank you so much. So one act down, one still to come. Lovely chat to Robin Bengtson there on the podcast. And don't forget, we'll be rounding up everybody who's taking part in the first heat uh, as Toby Eck comes back to join us in a few minutes' time. But Rob, you've not only been chatting to Robin, you've also been very busy chatting to another one of the contestants. You said contestants, fun then, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah. I started to say contestant. I thought, is that the right word? Or is it participants? And they sort of floundered. I didn't think you'd know what this is. or whatever we want to call them. Yes, definitely. Yeah, Robin, of course, a returning winner. Of course, we've got other returning winners as well. Jon Lundvik in Mello as well this year. And we have another returning artist in this heat, who is the next artist you will hear from on today's podcast, because Cornelia Jacobs is a soloist taking part for the first time, but it is not her first time in Mellow because she was part of the all-girl group Love Generation who took part in Mellow in 2011 and 2012. 2012, of course, last time that Mellow visited the Globen, which is the venue for Saturday's show. But Cornelia, also a really successful songwriter. She wrote a song in Mellow 2021, which we will talk about. And she is hoping to represent Sweden, of course, at Eurovision in 2022. We chat all about her song. We also chat about her past history with Melody Festivalen. But this is how I started my chat with Cornelia, as it happened, on the Zoom call. Because honestly, I tell you now, that was one of the biggest cups of tea I've ever seen. Oh, that is a big mug. I know, we're specialists at tea in this country. Or no, you are. Uh, but, but you're specialist you're England. You're specialist we, at fruit tea. And we also do like green tea with milk. I know that's really weird. That is odd. I've not seen that before. It's good. Really? Oh, I love it. <laughs> I have to have it with um, with milk. Brilliant. Cornelia, it's so good to chat to you. Thank you very much for, for being here. Now, thank you. How is your life right now? Incredibly busy, I assume? 
uh, yes, both, both yes and no. It's incredibly busy up here, but I'm, uh, I'm, um, I have like take, taken away everything else than than uh, mellow right now. So, so I'm, I'm most of the time uh, at my home and just uh, thinking and planning and uh, doing stuff and trying to get some kind of harmony in my home because that's uh, uh, has been a, a hard uh, thing to achieve at the same time. But I really need that to be able to think, because otherwise, if it's stuff all, uh, everywhere, uh, I can't uh, manage. Have you got any tips for how you have managed to to create a little Zen space in your home? Well, that depends, because I'm I'm uh, a bit of a like a thing freak. I, I like uh -huh. things to be. I, I have a lot of things, but but they and like a lot of colors and stuff. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's more like I my my Zen. Thing is to go to second hands, uh -huh. second hand shops, yeah. And then I find something, and it's that, that's the exciting thing about second hands. You never know what you're gonna get, yeah. And it can be from, from anywhere. It could be anyone's. It's got a history, and it's like, and and I find something, and then I come home, and then I'm like, hmm, where should this be? And maybe sometimes one thing can change a whole energy in the room. So then I change everything. That to me is kind of uh, therapy, but I know that's uh, a lot of uh, like I'm better at that than I am at like you know vacuum and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm... Look at the floor at my place. <laughs> no, not behind the doors. No, uh, but uh, but the the things are very pretty. This is all good stuff. I mean, we've turned this into a lifestyle interview already, but I, I like it. It's good. Yeah, it's kind of my coping mechanism to like handle stress. So so uh, yeah, it's it's good for me. I don't know, maybe not for everyone. Well, I'm sure somebody listening will go, you know what, I'm going to try that. Maybe that'll work. Good. I hope so. Good luck in that case. <laughs> but it, it's super important that you, like you said, you know, you've got your kind of quiet place at home because of how mm. busy you are, because obviously we'll talk about Mellow in a sec, but mm. on top of everything like that, you know, you've got so much other stuff going on. I saw you, you headlined your first solo show in Stockholm. Was that back in November mm. as well? Yeah, it was... Uh crazy it was uh, the first time that I headlined like you said I had like nightmares before like it's gonna be empty and then I stand naked and everything is just chaos and you know those kind of stress dreams um but then it, it turned out really really well and I'm I was super happy and then on, on top of all of that you've you know seemingly decided that you want to throw Melfest into all of that as well when, when did you get the call that you were going to be part of Melfest 2022? It was in September, I think. Um, it was quite quite um, close to when we sent, sent it in. Who gave you the call? Because we've spoken to um, Karen Gunnison on the podcast. Was it her that gave you a call or was it somebody else? It was uh, later on, but first uh, it was my best friend, Issa, who is also a songwriter on, on the song. Uh, we've been best friends for 16 years. Uh, and she was calling me, maybe it's more now, uh, she was calling me from uh, Greece because she was there with her family. And actually her mom uh, was Maria, who just came in here because uh, I have uh, signed uh, to her mother's uh, label. Ah, so it was like all kind of a group uh, FaceTime meeting. Uh, and then we called up David, who is also the, the third songwriter and uh, also the one who have, uh, I have produced it with. Yeah, so we had a, yeah, it was a call from Greece. Now, Issa especially, she's already written, of course, for some huge names, but names that Melfest fans will know as well. Robin Sternberg, Issa Ajax as well. How yeah. important is it? You mentioned, you know, she's she's your best friend, you mentioned. How important mm -hmm. is it that you've 
got that connection when it comes to making music together? Extremely uh, important when I write when I write to my uh, projects or my artists' uh, uh, projects. I, I usually don't write much for for other uh, artists, but uh, last year I did a song for Mel uh, Melody Festival uh, in Sweden. Um, so sometimes it happens, but yeah, it's it's very important, uh, and it. I think it's weird because we've been friends for like like I said, 16, 17 years, and we've been writing a couple of times before, but this was the first time when we really went in for writing to me, um, and uh, I think we both kind of got like, why haven't we done this before? Because we had we're so good uh, writing together, like it works so good, and she she like we're um also with david we're like a great trio we i think we have written uh, eight or nine songs after this this during this winter i want to find out more about your 2022 entry of course in in a second but you mentioned there your your kind of your past history with with mellow so you mentioned there that you wrote a song last year so do you mind talking to us about that very quickly of course uh it was a song called best of me that a guy called Efraim Liu uh, were uh, um, performing. And uh, I wrote that together with Efraim and two other uh, people uh, at the Melody Festival in Cannes. What was it like being on the other side of things then for you? You know, it's kind of like you've written it and then you you let it go into the, into the mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, you, you, you let go of your child and it's somebody else's. Exactly, that's really weird. And I had a hard time like knowing when to back off because I, uh, in, and when I write and when I do my music, I, I have a finger in everything or like I I do everything in every step. I, I want to like make the show and la la la. It's not that I like, I need to do it myself. It's just that it, I have so much uh, ideas and I and a, a strong feeling of what I would like it to look like or feel like or whatever. And then your Melfest past goes even, even further. The, it back, does. The, you've, done your, you've done your uh, research. <laughs> it's amazing what you can find on the internet these days. Uh, I know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, that was fun. It was actually 10 years ago now, last time. Yeah. So, uh, so Love Generation 2011 and 2012, is that correct? Exactly. I think so. And I th- yeah, since you said it, I think it's correct because that was my guess too. Yes, 11 and 12. I was in a girl group. I, I um, got into a girl group in the second grade of uh, high school, or we say gymnasium. Uh, yeah, yeah, high school, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when you're 17. Um, so, uh, yeah, we did the Melo two times uh, with, uh, with that group. And it feels like another lifetime. Um, but it's also, uh, uh, it's, it's fun to look back. We had a lot of fun. Fast forward to now then, like you said, almost 10 years on, you're, you're back, mm. you're, you're doing what you want to do. You know, you're doing exactly. your ideas, your style, your package. So mm. tell us about Hold Me Closer. Um, I, I have to think because I'm, I'm easy. I'm a easy, I have a very easy to spoil. So I know I, sh- I shouldn't sing uh, and stuff. Yeah, I know, there's a, I know there's a lot you can't say. Exactly. But uh, I guess I can tell you a little bit about the, the instruments and stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. And now I'm de- depending on you. I'm just, <laughs> you don't have to. Uh, I'm not going to charge you. Uh, it starts uh, very kind of a f- uh, filmatic because it's uh, only strings and me. And then uh, from the second verse, uh, the band comes in. Uh, they won't come in on stage, but the, in, in the sound. 
uh, and it, it goes more more into a, a kind of like oasis uh, rocky vibe excitingly you are in the first heat is that are you excited to be in heat number one or would you have rather yes. would you rather watch the rest of the competition and then and then gone on the stage no I'm so glad because um, I I hate the waiting uh, I would rather I, I would love to have it tomorrow um because I'm, I'm kind of I want stuff to like move forward and uh, otherwise I start to overthink and I think I will enjoy the other heats more when I've done my, so I can like, uh, it's, I don't have to like, oh, so they did, did like that. Maybe I should, mm, okay, mm, you know, yeah. uh, not overthink it. Cornelia, people of course are listening to this. They may be in Sweden. They may be able to vote for you in the first heats. What would you like to say to them? Yeah, I would like to say uh, that I, I hope that, that you will enjoy the song. Uh, it's it's very uh, honest and beautiful. I, I really appreciate it myself. Usually I, I get sick of uh, songs when I've done like mixing and mastering. I get like, oh, I don't want to hear it for another six months. Uh, but this one I still feel and I still get like um, emotion, emotional when I hear it. Uh, I just uh, hope that you will enjoy it. And if you like it, it would be lovely if you would uh, vote. Cornelia, thank you so much for, for chatting and good luck. Thank you so much. I'm excited too and I can't wait. So a big thanks to Cornelia Jacobs for joining us here on the first episode of Melfest Monday. Thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for still listening. Uh, Toby Eck is still with us. Toby, we're going to talk Heat 1. We'll go through, in fact, I was going to say we'll go through all the artists. How about we get you to read out in your perfect Swedish all of the artists who are going to be taking part this weekend? Uh, so, competing in Heat 1 are Malou Pritz with the song Bananas, Theos with the song Som du vill, Shirley Clamp performing Let There Be Angels, Omar Rudberg performing Moving Like That, Danne Stråhed will be singing Halabaloo, Cornelia Jacobs will be singing Hold Me Closer, and Robin Bengtsson will be singing Innocent Love. And I gave Robin a Robin pronunciation instead of Robin, som jag skulle säga, as I would have said in Swedish. Already far better than either me or James could have ever attempted. So, so Toby, you've, you've gone through all the names there. Who were the standouts for you? Because there are names in there that people will know, our listeners will know. There are names in there that might be new for our listeners. So who are the standouts for you in Saturday's first heat? Um, I would say that Robin Bengtsson has always performed excellent in Melfest. He hasn't got any other hits apart from the songs that he has gotten in Melfest. And with that, I don't think that they would accept him in as an artist again now had not the song been a very, very strong one. That doesn't mean that he's an, uh, a, a, a sure qualifier, but do not think that he is out of the loop just because uh, it didn't go so well in the final the last time he competed. But standing out even more in this heat uh, are Omar Rudberg and Tios. They are catering for the younger audience. Tios is one of Sweden's biggest TikTok uh, uh, artists, and he has just reached the, uh, the age that is required for Melfest. And this will be a, 
a sw- uh, up-tempo Swedish young pop song that I'm sure will uh, cater well to the younger audience. And then we have Omar Rudberg, who used to be a member of Faux and O. He did compete and um, didn't qualify uh, a couple of years ago in Melfest. But since then, he has become an international uh, star uh, thanks to the Netflix series Young Royals. Uh, and he has gotten over a million Instagram followers. Uh, and I think that there will be a lot of expectations on, on him doing really, really well. And what is buzzing behind the scenes uh, is Cornelia Jacobs as well. Um, you you know that she's the daughter of uh, Jakob Samuel, the singer of the Poodles, and she's also been competing before in Mel, uh, in Melfest put together with Lo- uh, Love Generation. But this will be something completely different. People are talking about influences like Lana Del Rey or Billie Eilish, and um, it might be a song that might it might not be as direct of a song as we're used to in Melfast, but it might also that might also make it a grower something that is uh, a good thing f- to go to the semifinals and uh, and perhaps from then there uh, take it to the to the finals now for me one of the artists i'm really looking forward to seeing in the first heat is actually opening the show malu pritz on saturday uh, this is going to be the third time she's in melfest isn't it and i remember her debut performance she got through to the final in 2019 but then got knocked out in that second chance round a year later what do we think about her in melfest this year any good chances for malu well, you have um, one sign about what the song might sound like is the songwriters, Alice Garnant. She's also known as Ace Wilder. And uh, according to rumors, the song will go the Ace Wilder way. This might be uh, a different type of song than Mellow Pritz has performed before. Uh, I've heard that it's, it, it is going to be an uh, up-tempo song uh, and it might it might sound a little bit similar to what Ace Wilder has competed with before. And if Malo Pritz does this good, there is, uh, there is absolutely a big chance of her qualifying. But changing styles ever so often in Melfest are not always the, way, uh, the right way to success. So, so people might also be confused. Oh, but wasn't she the one that did that or that? And is she doing something completely different now? Uh, so... so uh, if you change styles, you need to come back with a really, really strong song that basically, you know, that, that basically hits you in the gut and goes like, oh, wow, yeah, this is the winner. And then you qualify. Yeah, I don't think it's a coincidence that the, the SVT producers have put kind of the well-known names first and last, haven't they? We've got, uh, of course, Mallow opening and then we've got Robin closing the show on Saturday. Let's have a word, Toby, shall we, for two of the older acts in this in this heat? Shirley Clamp, of course, is a is Melfest royalty at this point, is she not? She is, but the last couple of times she has participated, she hasn't done very well. And this is supposed to be, as she explained it to me, it's it's gonna be the big Eurovision ballad in England. She has had her best successes when she has performed in Swedish uh, and and d- not done ballads. Uh, so uh, this might be tough for her, but at the same time, Shirley Clamp is also beloved. Uh, sh- she is a beloved artist. She has had uh, a success with uh, w- with uh, a show in her own name uh, about her career, and um, it might 
it's not impossible that she will qualify, but her greatest success in Melfast has been in Swedish and not doing just ballads, but a little bit more of up-tempo. And the final artist then, Toby, which is a man who is older than Melody Festivalen himself, which is Dane Strawhead. Now, tell me that all about... That pronunciation was five plus. Excellent. <laughs> wow. Is that five plus out of what, 50? Or... Out of five. <laughs> Toby, tell us all about him, because as I mentioned there, he's older than Melfest himself. Dennis Strohead, uh, he used to be the male uh, lead vocalist in a dance band called V6, where also Kiki Danielsson and Charlotte Pirelli has been lead vocalists. Uh, he, he was this during the uh, 80s and 90s. And since then, he's uh, become a host, household name in the south of Sweden, doing something that would be, could, could be described as something similar to the British uh, pantomimes. So this song, Halabaloo, will also be sung, as I've heard, in dialect. Halabaloo is just a word for having fun, having a big uh, whoopsie, having, having a big party. Uh, so so it, it, I'm, I'm imagining this being some kind of Hasse Andersson Guld och Gröna Skogar song. I've just discovered what my favourite new thing is, and that's Toby Xing, the word Halabaloo. Can you just say it one more time? That is so fun. <laughs> Oh, listen to that. That is just my favourite new thing. Uh, Anyway, we've gone through, Toby, we've gone through the artists. We were meant to be, of course, in Malmö this weekend, but we know the tour has been cancelled for the first show. We're going to be going to the newly named Avicii Arena. People know it as the Gluben. Uh, Melfest was last there back in 2012 and big things happened there in the final, didn't they? So we're going back to a a big arena for Melody Festival. Melfast was actually hosted here the first time in 1989. Uh, it was the first time ever that Melfast w- was in a huge arena uh, and it never happened again until uh, the tours started in, in 2002. And it was uh, then, from then until 2012, it was the scene for the grand final. It feels like everything is right in the world. Melfest Monday's back. Toby Eck has just told us all about what's going to happen in Melfest 2022. It just feels like everything's right in the world. Toby, it's been so brilliant to have you back. And can we please extend an invitation for you to return later on in this series of Melfest Monday? I will be happy to. Please, please have me. So in the blink of an eye, the first episode of Melfest Monday in 2022 has come to an end. Hopefully that means now you are up to speed with everything you need to know, specifically about the very first heat that is coming our way in just five days' time. Depending on when you're listening, we're going to do this again like we always do. (laughs) In four days' time, in three days' time, in two days' time. (laughs) (laughs) Depending on when you're listening. Yeah, no, thank you very much, everybody, for being here. And it's just so great to have Melfest Monday back. So great to be back with you. We know that you really, really enjoy our coverage of Melody Festival. And hopefully we've got plenty of special stuff on the way over the next few weeks. Some of the art, some more of the artists, of course, taking part in this year's contest. Plenty of special guests and the Melfest Monday Hall of Fame every single week. And don't forget, you can vote as well for our nominees for the category of Best Swedish Language Song at Eurotrip Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Poll will go up around lunchtime on Monday, we're hoping, so it should be on there by the time you uh, by the time you have a look at that. 
But we will be back next Monday, of course. But before then, we will return on Wednesday for the Eurotrip podcast, where we will have some other special guests, some exciting people who will be chatting all things Eurovision 2022. And also, some other exciting news to tell you about. Maybe you already know this, but if you don't, let's keep it vague. We may well be seeing you on Saturday. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, we can't say much. Or we can say lots, depending on (laughs) what has been announced and when. But we'll see you on Saturday. But don't forget, we'll be back on Wednesday for a regular episode of the Eurotrip and in seven days' time as well for the second episode of Melfest Monday. In the meantime, don't forget to keep up to date with us online. We are at Eurotrip Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Hello at EurotripPodcast.com on the email and our website as well, EurotripPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review and rate us five stars. From me, James, it's goodbye. And before I say goodbye, Toby Eck, thanks for joining us. I feel like we've rudely not said thanks yet. <laughs> Toby, thank you for being here for Malthus Monday episode one. And from me, Rob, it's goodbye. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.